One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hello and welcome to Outspoken. I'm Sam Matterface in for Jim White and this is the very best bits from today's show with myself, Simon Jordan and Danny Murphy. On this episode, we hear why the kickoff for this year's Community Shield has been changed. Plus, we talk transfers and we discuss the latest on Arsenal's pursuit of Declan Rice. Plus, much, much more. Your 100% essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. It's TalkSport on Wednesday. Why do I keep saying Tuesday? Because you're a simpleton. Thank you very much. Nice to see you too. Maybe you want it to be a Tuesday. I do. I think it's because I went to a football match on a Monday night and it's just ruined my week. Is everything okay? (laughs) Everything is fine, Sam. Are you getting over your illness? Are you feeling better? I'm fine, thank you. It's nice to have you. And in, in good spirits. Uh, the FA has uh, been pretty friendly as well. They've moved the kickoff time for the community shield after complaints from fans earlier this week. Is this a win for the protesting fans threatening to boycott? Or should more clubs fight for the cause of their supporters when it comes to fixture scheduling? Does it set a precedent going forward? Uh, let's speak to Nick Clark, who's a member of the 1894 fans group and runs the MCFC Food Banks. Um, I understand it, Nick, and thank you very much for joining us. Weren't you going to uh, be able to raise quite a lot of money for the food bank uh, if the uh, supporters didn't go to the Community Shield? Yeah, um, we've already smashed the targets and we've passed £5,000 in just under three days, which is an incredible amount for Manchester Central Food Bank. It allows them to cover food costs for about three to four weeks. At the moment, they're feeding over a 1,000 people a month, which is um, quite distressing. But uh, yeah, it's a good thing. Well, that's a that's a great thing to learn. Um, in terms of the uh, the kickoff time, what what was your uh, protest about initially? What was the thing that upset you most about the five thirty proposed kickoff time? Well, the fact that it's a complete lack of consideration by the FA um, for for supporters making the way down. I mean, they've basically told on themselves with the statement that they put out yesterday, saying after taking full consideration of fans, so they didn't before. You know, they've had a, a long time to negotiate this. And the fact that was 1894, Food Bank, many other city fans um, have said that this, this isn't this isn't fair. They did a 400-mile round trip on a Sunday 
you know, with work the next day, given the state of transport in this country at the moment, um, I don't see, none of us see why this has to be done. Um, it's not necessarily tradition. The past three seasons, it's been on a Saturday. So, yeah. I, I think it's, I was, I was listening to the debate the other day, it's a ridiculous decision when you think about it, but it, it, it's, it's not a surprise. Are you disappointed it's only an hour and a half? Because I, it, it's a gesture and it, it, it helps, but it won't be enough to help everyone they will convince everyone especially those who've already decided they're going to boycott the game is that right yeah it's definitely i mean i mean in a, in a little way you know you know like i said we we thank the fa for for what they've given us there but it's 90 minutes it's um what what is it i don't know one more train two trains uh you know the fa had to put on coaches for the fa cup semi-final um, and that was a 3 p.m. Saturday kickoff. I had friends who didn't get back home to Manchester for half, half one at night. That was the, the train coaches. strike, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, but not everyone will be going via trains. People will be going via coaches. You know, let's be honest, how many people can afford an £80, £90, £100 train, which is what it does cost nowadays to get down from Manchester. Um, people will be getting coaches as well. If it was a Saturday, it wouldn't be an issue. But it is. Um, 90 minutes is not enough. And I think this is indicative of something that's been going on for the past 20, 30 years across all fan groups. I'm glad that we've made the stand, but this is not just a city issue. This is everyone. Mm. In terms of um, the, the the positioning of the, the community shield, do you think actually it should be somewhere else apart from Wembley? Would that be better for the supporters? 100%. I mean, you know, it's called the community shield. I mean, it put the community back into it. Um, we're, we're possibly the best footballing country that is adequately suited to be able to host games across the nation. Um, in an ideal world, maybe it would be between the two clubs, whichever is the biggest, most adequate uh, stadium equidistant between them. Villa Park would be fantastic. I mean, if we're talking a dream scenario, get it moved Saturday, 3pm, Villa Park. But I'm sure contractual obligations mean they can't. But this is something for the future. And I hope when Wembley's paid off in, what is it, a year and a half's time, apparently, um, I hope that's something that they look to going forward. Well, you, you you all remember that last year it was at the King Power Stadium in mm. in Leicester on a Saturday. That was only because of clash yeah. of uh, <laughs> Saturday it? evening, um, and obviously Manchester United hosted England on Monday night. So that maybe that those things start to happen a little bit more often. I do think it's important, especially with the national team. So, that goes did, do you know? Do you know what it is? The FA, the FA, uh, it's just greed because they're trying to pay back Wembley really quickly and make money on top of that, which is business I get but they're not thinking about football because I've been banging the drum about this ain't just a problem that happens with a community shield the FA Cup semi-finals are, are on two days at stupidly late times you don't know relevance to I mean also the other thing from a footballing point of view is the FA Cup semi-finals becomes a not there's no there's no prestige to the final but anymore why, when you say greed it's an NFP don't you it's not, a, it's not a business designed to be profitable. It's a business designed to distribute the money back into the grassroots of football. Well, so is the PFA. Well, what's that got to do with the price of cheese? PFA's well, for the players. Well, they don't do it. The, the, governing <laughs> body, the governing body, well, they say they would say they do. The governing <laughs> body's job is to fund football throughout the pyramid. Now, I'm absolutely in agreement with the fact that putting a game at 5.30 on a Sunday evening mm. is ridiculous. And I don't think it's necessary. I'm not necessarily... I, I do understand the sentiment of moving it around the country... But we are a country steeped in certain values and traditions. And one of the reasons why we have such a successful pyramid and such a successful Premier League is because of the imagery of English football has iconography attached to it. And one of them is Wembley Stadium. And when you play showpiece uh, finals, like the Charity Shield as it once was, going to the Community Shield as it now is, it's a season opener. So not it a showpiece is, anymore, though, is it? It may not be, but for the broadcasters around the world and people that look at football through a different prism than we do in this country, which is why the Premier League is so successful, it is part of the razzmatazz of what the Premier League details. Mm. Now, we've now generated such revenue in football 
that we've given it so much into the into the constraints into the confines of how players are getting paid, how managers are getting paid, that these games are all part and parcel mm. of the bigger picture, which makes the Premier League such a significant. So we're subservient to broadcasters because ultimately well, that's where the paymasters. Yes. Well, are. so then therefore you, you're right. It's a absolutely. Bloody good argument, by the way. But then the the actual relevance of that is is right. But then therefore put them at a. D. If you're going to play on a Sunday and it's a Manchester team, make it at least at latest three o'clock. For God's but again, sake. again, ask yourself the reasons why, and the reasons may well be audience, per, audience of broadcasters. And I've been saying for a long time, this, the te- you've got a situation where. The, the Premier League is, doesn't work for itself, it works with broadcasters. And this big monolithic organisation that everyone thinks is so powerful actually works with broadcasters. If it wants to change the times of its games, the broadcasters will do that and suit their own ends. Mm. But that's the paymaster. This is what people wanted. You wanted all the best players in the world, you wanted all the best players to be playing in Premier League, it comes with a cost implication. And these are all part of it. But the fact, that, the, fact of the matter of the game being played at 5.30 on a Sunday afternoon is not right, it's not reasonable, and it shouldn't have been allowed in the first place. Yeah, well, it's going to be 4 o'clock now, and it means that there is a a slightly better way of transporting people to the game uh, but I wonder Nick whether you, you think that maybe more fan groups might be inspired to follow your lead and try to put pressure on the authorities when kickoff times are in, in, uh, posted at certain different venues at certain times that make it inaccessible for the average match going fan yeah 100% I mean I mean, just just for the record um this boycott has not directly been called off by City fans, um, and there's we try and even organise a place to show the game in Manchester um, with more money going directly to the food bank. Um, so this is something that we're still pushing. We don't feel that it has to stop at this just because we've been given something in a very short space of time. Um, but yeah, other other groups have been. Look, the reason the thirty pound away uh, Premier League ticket cap came in was because fans came together and organised. Um, we are standing on the shoulders of fan groups who've done this before across the country. Um, I think if this can start a catalyst of football working for the fans, then that would be fantastic and we will work with anyone who we have to. You're 100% essential download. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Spoken with White and Jordan.
which club is James Madison going to be at next season? Um, Leicester City relegated, so most people anticipate that he's going to move on. Do we think that he's going to go to Tottenham or Newcastle United? And which would be the better option for him? Well, from a footballing point of view, the obvious answer would be Newcastle because they're in the Champions League and they're on the ascendancy. Um, if I was him, I'd be talking to both managers, obviously, and, and really trying to nail down where they think he's going to play because the way Eddie Howe's set up this Newcastle side and the way I see them moving forward and staying on that same trajectory is not with James Madison, even though he's a super player who I admire because he plays three in the middle of the pitch, mm. a bit like early, you know, when Klopp first got that, when Coutinho went, three athletes in the middle of the pitch who can play, but who just box to box. They press, they get back, they spot danger, they play high tempo, and he has three up front who win him the game with the odd addition of a fullback. Could he not play as one of those three wide? One of those two wide men? Um, he could. Yeah, he could. But, but I don't think that's his best position. But yeah, he could. But he wouldn't, he wouldn't want to go there under that premise, would he? He'd want to, as players, you want to play in your best positions, don't you? It depends what he thinks his best position is. He might, he might Where be would so he play super. Spurs? Well, you could, Spurs could build a team around him. They could play. It depends. He could play as a ten, and then you, you, you work what you've got around. You have two holding midfielders. Um, you, you could Tottenham are in such a transition, really. That, and depends what happens with Kane. I mean, again, he's high tempo though. Madison would have to really work hard at his defensive side of the game because it's one. He's got better at it. He's got better at it, but it's one aspect of his game. He's lack the only aspect of his game he's lacking in because he is super creative, super technician, game intelligent. But if you want to play as a, in a top team now, then high intensity is going to be part of it. Part of it, part of it, it? yeah. And he might be willing to do that. But I, but I That's think the the thing to do, <laughs> well, you you don't you don't make a choice to do. You're right, it's, it's something that's put up. You you just you grow into it. But I think if he goes to Newcastle. He'd, he'd have to play wide. Unless Eddie Howe, which I cannot see, completely changes his See, I, I think he's a decent player. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's quite the player that people think he is. But I've sat across the room from Danny and from Graham Souness, who've both been top midfield players, who say the same thing, that they think he's top draw. Uh, and so with that in mind, I don't push back against the notion that Jane Madison will be a, is a top draw player. And I think going to either club, he has an embarrassment of riches. If both of these two clubs are in for him, and according to Daniel Levy last week, they weren't, um, for James Madison, then he they, told you that. Mm, yeah, then then you've got a situation where, if that is the case, certainly at the level that was being reported in the media, anyway. Right. Um, if that is the case, then you've got two managers that I would think were both good managers to play for. You've got two football clubs. One of them that's got a slightly toxic fan base and needs a rebuild. One of them is in really good nick. You've got the potential of the boy Bruno Gimieres that people are looking at. Maybe he's going to get taken out of Newcastle. If, he's just if, signed a new deal. If, has he signed a new deal? Mm. Okay, because there was allegations about him potentially going to Barcelona, wasn't yeah, he? he, he signed gave, a new deal they've just that, made that, him the best paid player Fantastic, in good for them. Great, they've got that, they've got that one nailed down. Cracking play. I, I think either one of those clubs is a good fit for James. I think I, both I, of them have their pluses and their, 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 yeah, their, 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 their minuses. And I think that Tottenham may well be where he lands. Yeah, and I think that's where he'd be a star. Because... They want to be lifted. They want to be entertained. They want a new hero. He, he He's one of the very few players. In fact, I think Bukayo Saka got, was the only player who got double figures, assists and goals oh, last yeah. season in the Premier League. And he had he was one away from joining that club. Madison, bearing in mind he's part of a relegated team, that's quite an impressive statistic. Madison's numbers will always be high because he's so creative and so brave on the ball. 
He's a wonderful technician who takes risks and he does not mind failing. That means that's why he'll get. Do you think? Do you get the impression he's got? I mean, I know that he's done recent interviews where he's been good and bad in interviews, and some of the things that he's said, and again, context is everything. When he talked about people not being assets. And then he said, then he had to qualify it later on by saying, I mean, I'm people winning their jewels. People being, oh, hang on, <laughs> isn't that the very definition of being at it? Um, do you think he's got the temperament and character to take the next step from, from Leicester City being relegated to a club with high expectations? Tottenham fans expect their team to be winning things and to be in the top four. Newcastle are becoming acclimatised to that. Do you think he's got the character set, albeit you may not know him, but looking from the outside in with an educated eye, do you think he's got the chops for that job? Well, if I was Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp, I wouldn't take the risk. Well, there's your Why? answer then. <laughs> well, because although he's got all those wonderful attributes, you said I'm not. I've not seen enough of that. That fire in the belly. Now he's not a tackler. He's not going to go into fifty-fifty tackles, and he cares. But do you think he's hampered by the reputation that he's garnered when he was left out of the England squad and he popped up in a casino, for example? No, I just think when you watch footballers, some are be- he's he's aesthetically pleasing. He's technically brilliant. And he'll always make things happen and get people off the seat. But does he have the capability of nailing down one position and being a... So, I'll give you an example. And I think it's a fair one. And I'm not saying he's better or worse. Bernardo Silva is somebody who has these wonderful technical attributes. who can score great goals and play great passes and beat people. But you never ever question his tenacity to win balls back, to press, to run back. Hence the fact last year he played instead of Gundogan next to Rodri in a central midfield position and they still won the league. Mm. Right? So can he raise his game to have all those wonderful qualities? Mane's a good example of someone. Mane, great qualities going forward, but never ever, never ever worry about him doing the physical work, pressing you, running back, winning it. You, you don't have to be the biggest, strongest player. Can Madison do that? I've not seen it yet. And I hope he surprises me. But if I was the top, top teams, that's why we're talking about Tottenham and Newcastle. Because they're not Man City and Liverpool. Your 100% essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Arsenal uh, have a second bid rejected by West Ham for Declan Rice. uh, Around about £90 million. Mm. Uh, The bid breaks down to £75 million paid over four years. Plus £15 million of add-ons. Which if they were achieved paid over five years. Years is that the normal structure for a transfer of this nature? Do you think there isn't a normal structure? Is there not? No, it's a deal you can do. Um, the deal you can do is a deal that you do, and ultimately you have to factor into consideration what makes a deal happen. Sometimes a deal happens at lesser value because you pay all up front. Sometimes you pay on instalments, and somebody discounts the money and pulls it forward. There's a cost implication behind that. Sometimes the structure of the add-ons make no sense. They're all too weighted on uh, outcomes that may not be achievable. At the moment in time, what you've got is Arsenal sitting in an auction room going, "I'll bid." That's not big enough. Oh, I bid again. That's not how it works. When you're when you're doing a deal and you've got some competitive tension in the room and you believe that other people are going to bid against you, then you react to the circumstances. If Arsenal want to steal a march, they rock straight through the door and go, I'll give you 100 million quid, done, on the nail, we've done the deal. But you've also got to recognise who you're dealing with. And and I've dealt with Sullivan. And what if 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 Sullivan tells me it's nine o'clock in the morning, I check my watch. Um, so with that in mind, I think you've got to price in who you're dealing with. I think you've also got to price in the fact that there's a perception that this is a commodity that other people will want to have. There'll be other people utilising the fact that there's stalking horses sitting in the background. So I don't think whatever Arsenal do at this moment in time is going to be a done deal. So can, it, I, can I, sorry, just stop you side. Just so if 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 they went in. Is it rare in football that, uh, so say Arsenal's valuation is the max we're going to go to is 100. If they went to West Ham and went, or to you, whoever went, there's the 100, let's get the deal done. Do they not do that because, is that rare because they know that the other end would go, 
No, because we know that's your first well, offer. But, it's, but it depends on the individual. If you've got Jack Grealish on a release clause from Aston Villa, you yeah, meet the release clause and the player wants to come to you, then off you go. Well, what about the personalities of the chairman involved? So did you have some you dealt with who you knew a straight, honest conversation would just get it done and there's no game playing? Or was it always a game? But it's always you've got an asset. And it doesn't mean game playing, trying to, tr to extract the maximum value. Um, but it does mean that you're going to be in a situation where the moment you create, and there are very few Declan Rice's around, I'm not in your camp, right, that he is the all-singing, all-dancing midfield player, and other people aren't, and I don't think he's worth 100 million quid, but he's worth 100 million quid if someone's prepared to pay that for him. And if you're Arsenal at this moment in time, if you're first out of the gate and you're establishing your position, do you believe, with the nature of a, of a deal that is perceived to be a variety of clubs will be interested. Well, this is the question. You're not going to be able to... You're not going to... Unless you do precisely what West Ham do. If you say to David Sutherland, what exactly do you want? Yeah. Tell me exactly what you want, and if we meet that expectation, will you now subsequently do that deal? And that, I promise you, will be like nailing a jelly to the wall. <laughs> because the question, I suppose, is, is the Manchester City interest real? Or well, is, is it, it a ruse to drive up the price? Because well, of course. Calvin Phillips said to me a month ago that on the final day of the season, he was not leaving Don't and reiterated his desire to stay there on Monday night when he was There's speaking not, about it. There, Rodri's now done. Rice is he's not going to go anywhere and be what, second what choice. What you're thinking is, is a, a make-weight player coming into the deal to make a solution happen to West Ham. No, he's talking about... Well, there's not enough room in the, in the Manchester City well, midfield no, 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 for him Sam, to play. Sam. If Bernardo Silva, who hasn't decided apparently, and Gundogan are gone, there's plenty of room. Because those two are the ones who've played alongside Rodri. So Rice could play in that position and get more forward and be an eight. Because that's, that's what he'll be. OK, so we'd end up having to play a slightly different position yeah. and go and play from well, it, yes, that's But what I was saying, to be fair, was that there's a make opportunity in this deal as well. Because what Calvin Phillips says and what Pep Guardiola tells him might be two, two different, different things. things right? Right? So if he says, I want to stay at Man City, and Pep Guardiola goes, that's very commendable, son, but you ain't playing. Right, then his attitude will have to change. And if there's a situation where West Ham are prepared to let, or Arsenal or someone is prepared to let them go in exchange for something in return, then you've get you've got a deal that's made up of a, of a sum of all its parts. So suddenly you're doing a seventy-five million pound deal with cash, and then you're taking Calvin Phillips the other way and making it happen that perspective. So there's a variety of ways this deal can be done because West Ham are going to have a need. They're going to need to replace this player. Mm. And and Calvin Phillips might be the make weight. He may not be. It might be unfair to put him into the equation. But as, as of now, City aren't in. So Arsenal actually don't have to rush in. Well, this because is the point. Get to They're a bidding point, against themselves. It gets to a point where Declan has a decision to make. And that, mean, that means, has he got the, the courage to kick up, to get out? If so do so you think there might be a circumstance where he has Could to well turn be. around and say, I want out of here and I have to dig my heels in and be a little bit awkward? You have to be Craig Bellamy, Joey Barton. Yeah, you have to, you have to look after yourself. I only had it once in my career and you have, to make, you have to be able to follow through. What does that look like? It means that you make it perfectly clear that if you keep... Me here, I won't be playing. And even though you don't really believe it long term, you have to do it and make them believe it. What if your player did that? Well, it depends on the player. Depends who it, it is. Depends on the player. Well, put it yeah. this way: Bellamy at Man City was that strong and had the courage of his convictions and caused that much problems in training every day. They paid his wages while he went to Cardiff on loans because he went home and played for Cardiff. He's on hundred grand a week. Yeah, is that I a mean, professional thing to do. It doesn't matter. Declan Rice isn't going to park his career up. Right. And Sullivan isn't going to do that. So there's going to be ha there's going to be a deal done. Yeah. The challenge you've got is everyone if everyone plays silly buggers with you and starts to to do a deal that makes no sense to West Ham because they know that the player is prepared to agitate. I'm not sure how um, motivated he is to agitate. He's not so, that type of lad, Sullivan's yeah. taken control of the situation and suggested that the player wants to go and he's turned down ten million pounds of wages and he's out the door and we're just going to have to work a deal out. And then the question is, and I'm not people aren't stupid, Sam. The media 
spin things up, but people inside the game aren't stupid. You know, they will even they will understand if, if Man City are in. The, the rumour mill can be as busy as it wants, mm. but when it comes down to doing business, not imagination, when it comes down to doing real business, you'll understand if Manchester City or someone like Man City are in the offing well, my, for my either doing a better is, deal than you or creating a better outcome. It, it, didn't, it didn't look like it to me. My understanding is they've not committed. Man City. So therefore, a, it is an open playing field for not committed, Arsenal. They've not committed this moment in to time. being in. What about Bayern Munich? Not heard that. If that's the case, why on earth are, are, are they encouraged to put in more money? They, did they just well, they're structuring at the moment. They've they've been in around this. They've been in and around this level for some time. Mm. And if you're offering it based upon um, a certain level of achievements, so you're pricing mm. that into the extra revenue you're going to get from those achievements. We don't know what those achievements are. Do you think it will get done? Do I think Declan Rice will be sold to Arsenal? Don't know. Um, it depends who else comes in. And I, you know what I'd like for it to be the case is that no one else comes in and that a, a market value is established rather than some ridiculous Dutch auction yeah. that overprices the player, overhypes the situation. But City have shown that they don't get involved in that. No, they, they, they yeah, they're, not, they're, not, they're not interested in Manchester City, I think, in being used as a stalking horse. Mm. I'll tell you what the big question mark for Deck is. If City do come in late because Bernardo Silva and Gunnar have decided that's it, which it seems like they have because they're the by now, is the choice for him to leave London, which is where his family is, where he's where he's grown up, to, because there's no, it's a no-brainer from a football. Might be easier for him if his best mate's playing at Manchester United. Well, I don't think I don't think they think about that anymore. You <laughs> well, mate, you'd soon disappear with your mates, honestly. In terms of it's what's settling into a new city, I'm sure it will help. It's a not. Bit. It's what's best for you. But if you had a choice between City and Arsenal, although Arsenal are on a great trajectory, and that, come on. Who would you choose? You, well, you go City all day, wouldn't you? Well, it depends. It depends if you're going to be wheeled out to Arsenal's new captain and you're going to be given a side that's going to be built around you and you're going to be head cook and bottle washer. Depends what, depends what you're sold. You're 100% essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back each weekday to bring you the best of the show. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.